You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale. Boys and girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Stadium Miguel. It's your favorite Uncle Silk. It's Dan. And Delatory. Not the same corner. I mean, same corner, not the same time. Uh, we got some buzz. We got some vibes going on. Daniel, what did it do, man? I like the records in the background. I appreciate that. And this is my office, so uh, it's, it's good to be here recording. Uh, with you guys, didn't think I would see you until Monday. Um, but here we are. Big news in Gator Nation. Lucky yeah. You, and, you uh, see this cute face again, bro. <laughs> Listen, after all the pausing we had to do on Monday, let's try to get through this next 20, 30 minutes uh, we'll with that, without one. All right. And we got to call off your cage fight. Yep. The, the, the Bill and uh, Patrick cage fight is off. Maybe it'll take place in, uh, in Phoenix now or Glendale. No, the cage is fight between Nick and, and – uh, Oh, that's right. Bill Piegler. Mm. When, when, when was I cage fighting Billy, Billy and Piegler? Oh yeah, we, we did talk about whether you and uh, Peegs, uh, who would win in a in a scrap between the two of you last oh, episode. I mean, come on. But let's uh, let's break the news. Uh, not us breaking the news, but as reported today, uh, Matt Zenitz over at On Three uh, was the first to announce three uh, decisions that the University of Florida has made. Uh, first was the departure of defense coordinator Patrick Tony to a defensive assistant role with the Arizona Cardinals in the NFL. Uh, shortly after that, he announced that um, that new linebacker coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide and former uh, defensive coordinator of Southern Miss. Uh, Austin Armstrong would be joining the staff and just a few moments after that announced that William Piegler, tight end coach for the University of Florida, would be joining the staff uh, in an undefined role right now with the Arizona Cardinals as well. Uh, so they can send the Jet to Gainesville, pick up them and their wives and, and head back to the same destination. So, uh, gentlemen, on paper, what are your thoughts? On paper, what are your thoughts, uh, Nicholas? Uh, I think it's... On paper, let's let's just talk about the guy that left. So Tony, uh, Patrick Tony, uh, the fans were just not feeling it. Um, the results wasn't wasn't there. I, I chalked it up to you know I'm gonna get this guy opportunities just to see what what he does does with his guys. But immediately, I don't think there was a lot of adjusting on both sides of the ball. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of adjusting to the personnel. Um, so there was a um, you know a lot to be desired in in, in that fashion, but. Uh, I was gonna give him an opportunity to see what year two looked like, man. Uh, and, and there was some word on on our end and behind the scenes about him possibly looking around uh, back in November, uh, interviewing for the Baylor job. So we knew it was some smoke about him possibly looking around. That could be a possible replacement at DC. Uh, wasn't wasn't cheering for it, but was definitely welcoming any type of change at that position um, after what the defense was looking last year. Uh, so he departs to Arizona. Uh, we get a hire of Austin um, Armstrong. Armstrong. I was about to say Roberts for some reason. <laughs> Austin Armstrong comes over from uh, Alabama, hired him at linebacker coach uh, via Southern Miss. Uh, a lot of good things on paper. He's 29 years old, mm -hmm. uh, youth there. Uh, spent some time with Kirby in 2019. Spent some time with uh, Billy Napier at Louisiana in 2020. So there's some continuity. There's a relationship there. 
Um, the terminology and a lot of things are staying the same. Uh, I like the youth. I like like I watch a lot of his film breakdowns on YouTube. There's a lot of him just breaking down on a lot of what 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 Georgia was doing to us when we had trash that year and a whole lot of other defenses. So I like his terminology. I like his philosophy on defense. I like that he's young. He um he's gonna be a recruiter. It's just his his first stint in the SEC. Uh, Nick Nick Saban spoke highly of him. We just gotta see how it all plays out. But I'm not mad at the change at all. And Billy Billy seemed to be prepared for it. Yeah, uh, Nick. Before you hop in, uh, Nick Saban was quoted um, on Southern Miss's defense. I would equate their defense to an SEC type defense in terms of the way they've played games this year. Uh, at the time, they were third nationally in rushing defense and twelfth in total defense uh, overall. Statistically, uh, on top of that, they finished the season third in tackles for loss, fifth in sacks, seventh in interceptions, third in fourth down conversion, uh, stoppage rate, and forty fifth in scoring defense. Nick, go ahead. Yeah, it um, it's still to be determined what his role um, will be. Um, obviously, you already have Sean Spencer as the co-defensive coordinator. Um, do you attach a co to a 29-year-old up-and-coming coach? I, I don't know. You, you already did with Patrick Tony. Um, mm -hmm. uh, before I get into Austin uh, on Patrick, you know, there was um, I think the biggest thing that I held uh, against Tony was that from what I was told by sources is that there was a, I guess a little bit of a rift between him and Corey Raymond in, in the sense that Corey Raymond didn't feel like his expertise or his opinions and his suggestions were taken into account uh, in a weekly game plan. Um, and, and I think, I don't know that they'll be sending, I don't know that Corey Raymond will be sending a Christmas card to, uh, to Glendale. Uh, this coming December. Um, Patrick Tony is thought to be a, a great up and coming mind. Uh, Billy Napier said, you know, ever, ever since he's known Patrick, he's wanted to go to the NFL. So uh, thank you for the year of service and enjoy the dry, humid air out in Arizona. Um, to me, I don't know if you're, if you got Armstrong to leave Tuscaloosa by saying, Hey, we'll make you co DC. Um, I think Sean Spencer would be fine just in that role on his own. Mm -hmm. Um, Going back, I was writing a story uh, before we get on here. Um, some of the has Sean Spencer called the defense before? Just curious. I, I don't know. Um, so, so, so Nick, to, to pontificate here on a few things, right? Austin Armstrong, linebacker coach, former defensive coordinator. Uh, the Gators already employ a linebacker coach uh, in Jay Bateman. Uh, the Gators do have Sean Spencer as a co-defensive coordinator, and certainly Corey Raymond is a name that's been around the game for a long time uh, that could probably warrant that title as well. Obviously, you don't have three co-defensive coordinators, uh, but certainly without that defensive coordinator title, uh, certainly there is some question marks about uh, then Jay Bateman's role uh, if that is not his role. I think Jay, I don't think Jay Bateman would get uh, a co-defensive coordinator role. I don't. I don't think so either. But then you have a a little bit of a stalemate there at uh, at linebacker coach. It's definitely ah. gonna be some shifting. Uh, something's gonna happen in uh, with, hmm. when it pertains to linebacker. I do do like that Corey Raymond's probably gonna have that whole defensive back room. He was sharing it with Patrick Tony, who's directing the safety. So I, I like. Um, the prospects of keeping him a little bit longer because I was nervous that we wouldn't keep Corey Raymond, to be honest, this past year. So um do like the, the possibilities of Corey taking over that whole room. We don't know how it all shake out, but linebacker coach is definitely 
something we got to see how, how it all plays out because right now we have too many linebacker coaches, right? Right, and, and theoretically you add Mike Peterson in there who I believe has outside linebackers and defensive ends as well. Uh, so you certainly uh, you're not going to have three uh, in, in that particular role. I'm not sure that Austin Armstrong, oh, while it's being reported that he is coming over as a, a defensive coordinator, that's, that has not been announced uh, yet. But certainly Corey Raymond would likely take over the entirety of the defensive backroom unless there is a shift and the Gators do make another coaching move uh, to bring in potentially a safeties coach uh, or somebody else on that uh, defensive side of the ball. Um, so Armstrong, uh, just looking at his Southern Miss defense, um, they gave up a third down conversion rate of 37.7, which was 54th nationally, 3.9 yards per rushing attempt, top 40 in the country, 7.6 yards per passing attempt, 87th nationally, 5.3 yards per play, 51st nationally, 1.7 turnovers per game, 31st. 0.39 points per play, 39th nationally, and they sacked opposing quarterbacks on 9.7% of passing attempts, which was top seven in the country. So <clears throat> it would appear in a, an aggressive defense, one that tries to get after uh, the, the passer, and, and you see that in the sack numbers, um, but you also see that in – uh, you know, the yards per passing attempt, you know, when your sack numbers are seventh nationally, that means, Hey, you're getting to the quarterback. Uh, but if you're using a bunch of resources to get to the quarterback, you're leaving some guys on some islands and uh, that leaves with, you know, a higher yards per passing attempt there. Um, not, not going to go out on a limb and say, this is, you know, uh, a Todd Grantham style of uh, engage eight. Um but it does appear that he has a, an aggressive mentality when it comes to calling defenses. Yeah, I was watching some of the YouTube, and a lot of it's predicated off of uh, – I was just watching the scheme they had versus trash. I'm going to tweet this clip off of YouTube in a minute when we get off of the show. But a lot of their blitzing schemes are predicated on motions and which direction the running back was maybe going out on a route or showing, like, blitz pickup. Uh, I think it's very unique, but it's all – uh, kind of predicated in the defense, like they're going to send pressure a lot depending on who moves where, and it's just implemented in the defense where the players know exactly when to blitz and all that. So I, I like the aggression of it. I like the creeper st style because that creeper style that Patrick Tony had, he still has that element of it. We didn't see a whole lot of that creeper, I don't think, in, in last year because we was trying to just, just kind of bend but not break last year a whole lot. But he has that creeper style and a lot of exotic blitzes that hopefully we see this year, man, with, with improved intel and personnel, I would say. Absolutely. Uh, Nick, you mentioned uh, all of Austin Armstrong's numbers there at uh, Southern Miss, and certainly Florida is desperate for defensive help. Uh, they finished 97th in total defense uh, last season, uh, giving up nearly 29 points a game, uh, and then ranked third from the bottom just ahead of Colorado and South Florida on allowing third down conversions at 49.7, which is just an absurd number. Uh, I think a lot of us expected some changes to this coaching staff, especially on the defensive side of the ball. We're not sure if Patrick Tony uh, was going to be that at the time, uh, that change. But, you know, as somebody, as Silk mentioned, uh, did interview for the defensive coordinator's position at Baylor uh, and then has certainly been uh, you know, 
reaching out to his network to find additional opportunities. We certainly wish Patrick Tony uh, and his wife the best, as I'm sure they're uh, ready and excited to move on. Uh, any other final thoughts on Austin Armstrong? Uh, again, 29 years old is going to be uh, potentially, uh, again, has not been announced yet, the youngest defensive coordinator at the Power Five level. Uh, I have a I pose a question to Nick. What do you think about um, the, the step down from defensive coordinator to linebackers coach? There, there's been a lot of opinions and takes about uh, it, what, what, how Alabama vision him in the future. But he, he takes a step back from def defensive coordinator to linebacker coach to go to Alabama. What, what's your opinion on that? To me, it's it's <clears throat> it can be viewed as a step back. To me, it's not. Um, if you have the opportunity to go to Alabama to be on that staff, just the track record of what being on Alabama's staff. I mean, look at Florida. Billy Napier is the head coach at the University of Florida after right. being on Nick Saban's staff. So to me, sure, um, you know, if you take White out and put it over, you know, the schools going from defensive coordinator to linebackers coach, you look at that and you're like, ah, what, do you get a DUI or something? What the hell happened here? Um, <laughs> but – to go from to go from Southern Miss to Alabama, that in itself is a bigger opportunity to me. You know, you're not going to go from Southern Miss defensive coordinator to, um, you know, head coach. Uh, you can go from Alabama linebacker coach to a promotion and, and, and get a head coaching job, depending on what you know your goals are as a coach. Um, Nick, I do want to uh, read off some quotes from from Billy Napier, and we appreciate Zach Albaverde for sharing this. Um, go subscribe. Go subscribe to On Three Gators Online. Always running great deals, and then you can see uh, Nick posting on the message boards, and then me chiming in every once in a while. Uh, Patrick or uh, Billy Napier said of Patrick Tony, first of all, um, with Patrick, I've spent five years with the guy. He's been a pivotal pivotal piece of our success. Can't say enough about what the guy brought to our organization and our teams. Just a very relentless worker and learner. Very selfless. I'm very happy for him. Ever since I've met the guy, he's wanted to go to the NFL. You think about his experience as a coach. He's a self-made guy. He's uh, sorry. He goes on to say he is really he really went out of his way to do a ton of professional development to expose himself to really good coaches. He's worked at Southeastern, Sam Houston State, UTSA, Louisiana, and Florida. This is a great opportunity in front of him, and he gets to chase that dream he's always wanted to do. So really proud of the guy. Patrick has been a good coach as we've had. So he's going to do great, and I'm excited for him and Courtney. Uh, again, at 30 years old, he was the youngest defensive coordinator in the Power Five, and the Gators hire Austin Armstrong, which could be even younger. So, gentlemen, obviously a lot of – uh, just moving around that will likely take place in the defensive side of the ball. Austin Armstrong, again, a linebackers coach and former defensive coordinator, is going to join Sean Spencer, co-defensive coordinator and interior defensive lineman, Mike Peterson, who focuses on outside defensive line as well as outside linebackers, and Corey Raymond, uh, as well as Jay Bateman, who is the current linebackers coach at the University of Florida. Before we move on to William Piegler, I do want to thank Chris Sorley for his donation. Thank you so much. Uh, and then Jordan Davis commented that he played against Austin in high school. He was a center and linebacker, knew what we are running on both sides of the ball, calling out our plays. He went to the All-Stars game and got to know him. Dude is like Rain Man. So shout out to Jordan Davis as well for also making that All-Star game uh, quick little uh you know pat on the back for him as well 
Yeah, I seen Jordan Davis send out a tweet when we was on Twitter saying, man, I feel like a loser and a failure, man. This guy, like, <laughs> this guy is 29 in defense court. I do think he's coming in as D.C. I don't think he leads Bama yeah. under a similar title or role. Let's just keep it a bean. It is yep. Alabama. So there's no way this guy is going to upseat himself and come over uh, just for uh, the same, same – uh, 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 Lateral move. I don't. I don't. And that's not even a lateral move. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna, hey, yeah, yeah. Man. Let's keep it a bit. Alabama to Florida in the current climate. Not a lateral. It's not move. a lateral move, man. So if he's coming, it's coming in an elevated position. I expect it to be DC, uh, twenty nine years old. Uh, I don't know how much of an involvement the Spencer maybe have in the play calling. That may be something else. But role title wise, I expect him to come in as Cold DC, Cold DC vibes. And Absolutely. Shout out to Jordan Davis for being a high school football legend, all star. Yep. Humble brag, humble brag for Jordan Davis. Uh, again, uh, Gators do announce uh, the Gators do announce the departure of Patrick Tony, and do uh, will likely have an announcement for Austin Armstrong here shortly. On the yeah, opposite, I, went to, I yep. was writing a story. I went to go find his Alabama page. The Alabama page is showing a four or four error. So I think uh, yeah, they got him out here. They got to be. They, 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 I think Nick Saban was. Uh, I know Nick uh, Livid. <laughs> well, I know the Alabama fans are livid too. Nick the message livid. boards are bumping right now. Yeah, man, they still was looking for a safety coach because they lost uh the, the safety coach to Dion Prime out of Colorado. But they hired this mm-hmm. guy like eight days ago. We we poached him and reading the message boards, uh, they were saying that he was uh they were only okay with the, the steel hiring because they brought this guy in, a young up and comer, uh, like like my man said, considered as a genius protege as a defensive guy. So a lot of the fans were, were a little bit more you know, welcoming still back into the Bama fold. Uh, long as that, long as uh, my man uh, Austin was heading over there, and that kind of hit the fan real quick. Man, shout out to Billy for knowing who exactly who he wanted to go uh, get. So when his uh, Patrick Tony made his decision to go pro, I was going to ask you, Dan, do you think people listen to the podcast and be like, "Yeah, I used to play hockey with that guy, man." You think they, they do that like like he just did? Uh, you know, probably you get a couple NHL legends in the chat when we start our uh, our Florida Gators Club Hockey uh, podcast. <laughs> uh, maybe we should start uh, following that team a little bit closer. But you know, I'll be honest with you, probably not a ton. You know, um, you know, while I was good, you know, um, man, I fell. Look at Dan Thompson that elite. Yeah, uh, you know. Now he's just got records on his wall, you know? <laughs> um, so uh, with that being said, uh, it has also been uh, reported uh, that William Piegler, tight end coach, uh, will be departing the University of Florida to also join the Arizona Cardinals. He joined the Gators uh, from Michigan State last year. Uh, obviously, we didn't see a ton of production out of the tight end room last year. Obviously, there's been a lot of question marks about recruiting in tight end. It does seem like there was starting to become uh, a bit more traction in recruiting and, and some some folks naming uh, William Piegler's name a, a bit more uh, in recruiting. But again, uh, he's going to be joining the Arizona Cardinals. So, Gentlemen, uh, obviously this leaves a lot of opportunities for Florida, not just that tight end and maybe a, a slash coach, right? A tight end and someone that has some experience in special teams, maybe somebody that that helps with uh, the passing game. Silk, Nick, your thoughts. Yeah. Give, me, give me a special teams help coach because uh, sure. the game-changing coordinator, Chris Couch. Um, he mean, changed some games all right. Yeah, Florida's special teams were atrocious. Uh, for 90, 95% of the season. So mm-hmm. uh, he's still on staff. Get him uh, some help. Yeah, I think uh, William Peagle is ducking the uh, Nick Delatore fade. 
He mm. heard about it last show. I was like, man, yeah. I don't know, bro. They actually tried to get me in a cage with that monster. Facts. I mean, Facts. I mean, I need to get out of Gainesville. <laughs> I'm with you Smart guys. Man. I think yeah, I think we need <laughs> and, and me and Dan was talking pre-show, and there was some names thrown out there like Jeff Scott, right? Uh a guy that's coach wide receivers. You could just toss him at tight ends, coach. Uh He's, he can recruit, has special teams on his resume. He's coached special teams at, at Clemson back in, in, in his past. So I wouldn't mind a guy like that coming on, but that would be a, a huge plus for, for Billy's PR, right? His approval rating will go through the roof if he could address a lot of our big big questions, which was defensive coordinator, uh, special teams. If he answered those two questions in the offseason, man, um, I think that will just help him out with some of the, the bad PR, you know what I'm saying? So – I'm for it. Two of the main guys that we were looking to to get rid of and having questions about. Uh, Peekler just wasn't it, man. I don't know what it was. We went a whole cycle, didn't land a tight end, um, didn't really go out the one in, in the transfer portal, but just wasn't a whole lot of buzz. I just been like, what the hell does Peekler do? You know, when when he's not on the field on Saturdays, what the hell is he doing because he's not recruiting? Um, so a little bit of dead weight off the off the roster as well. Everybody got to be able to, you know, earn their chops. Um, so Jeff Scott, um, fired at USF, uh, had a meeting with Billy. Billy offered him a, a job, um, as a quality control, uh, Mm. assistant. And Jeff told Billy reportedly from people I talked to, I'm good. Um, going to take a year off, be with the wife, kids. Mm -hmm. Um, then Dabo Swinney (laughs) offered the same thing. And Jeff was like, you know what? Going back home, go to the, go to the alma mater sounds good. So took that job. Um, I, I don't think Jeff Scott. Now listen, a, a chance to come back and work with Billy as an on-field coach. I don't. I think he might jump at that. But uh, after going through, you know, the three years or two mm-hmm. plus years he did at USF, quality control assistant making six figures probably sounds good, especially when you're, you know, collecting whatever uh, whatever buyout money USF is paying. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think the Florida is going to be looking for obviously a, a, a good tight end coach, but I would not be surprised if this is one of those positions, especially in the offense that, that Billy Napier runs, where they really try to go get another recruiter. Obviously, you know, Florida, you know, performed fine, you know, in recruiting, you know, good. Uh, you know, Florida can get better. Uh, you know, William Piegler's name was not attached to a lot of recruits. Uh, even Patrick Tony's name was attached to a few. You know, you have the the late night gaming session with Kamari Wilson. You have a few other things. But, you know, Florida's obviously going to need to make some big changes in when it comes to recruiting and getting those dogs uh, out there and being able to compete and fight. You know, Florida, you know, ranks pretty well in the final rankings, but still sixth or seventh in the SEC. So it's going to be important that Florida goes out and makes their team better, not just as a tight end position coach, but as somebody that's a recruiter. And then if you can get some that can help with the passing game if you can get somebody to help with special teams to overall make the position better because you know um Kegler was definitely siloed into that tight end room and you know again I think you know when we talk about the biggest areas of opportunity that Florida needed to improve last year was figuring out the usage of the tight end which again in this offense might be a little bit different than we were used to and then at the linebacker and defensive coordinator position and it looks like Florida is potentially making upgrades in those areas you know, or has the opportunity to, and it looks like they may have on the defensive side already. And, and to be fair to Piegler, like tough spot. Uh, you, you show up and there's not a ton of experienced talent in the room. And then you immediately lose Jonathan Odom um, and Nick Elksness to injury. Um, 
you have to have two defensive linemen come over. One of those defensive linemen turns into your starter. Um, then you lose Nick Elksness during the season, again, to the same injury. Um, but if if your room is, is not great, you need to make up for it on the recruiting trail. I, I don't think that he was carrying his water um, on the recruiting trail. I'm going to tell you, Amy, just from the history and the tradition of college football, tight end coaches are hired guns to recruit. Like you're not you're not coaching a whole lot doing practice. You got the tight end room. So that position and running backs, even though running backs a lot more to coach, but those two spots, you have to have elite elite recruiters on your staff. Definitely not a guy that can't hold his own, right? So it's definitely that I mean that's what Tim Brewster was in his prime. Like he wasn't no exotic or no great tight end coach teaching people how to run routes. He was a hired gun to go get Davin Cook and, and guys like that. So hopefully we can find a, a, a recruiting gun. And also we got to like be able to hit some of these needs. Like Dan was saying, special teams is just a play a, a position we got to address. We need a dedicated guy to the special teams, man. So hopefully yeah. we get one. And, and I, again, don't know if this is the end of the, the movement of the uh, Florida Gators staff, but certainly uh, some surprising news on a third or Wednesday morning. Um, yep, you got 10 days until spring camp. Uh, made my day, man. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I didn't have no Tony lies this offseason, fellas. I was out. You, I didn't say anything. I was just like, yeah, we got to wait and see, fellas. <laughs> that was my take to all the fans. We got to wait and see what he do with new personnel. I was out of lies. Boom. Billy Billy came on the show last week, and he's like, that silk guy got something going. You know what? I got to through the roof right now. Yeah, yeah. I got to. He gotta, comes gotta, on Stadium and Gale makes the necessary changes that Silk was asking for. And all of a sudden, here we are. Uh, Silk, we would be remiss in any Florida Gators coaching search on the offensive side of the ball. And shout out to Black uh, Pine Labs here for asking. Silk, when was the last time that you talked to Jawan Sider? Last week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we, we talk often, but it's usually about uh, – it's a lot of prospects in Palm Beach right now. So he's calling me to get the, the word and the vibe on a lot of a lot of players that, that UF is chasing. I'm just giving him the runaround. Like, I don't know, bro. He kind of stinks. Uh, every, every kid he called me about, I'm telling him he stinks, man. Uh, but, <laughs> that Chauncey Bowens guy, not worth it, you know? Yeah, don't don't go by Bowens, man. I heard that kid got oh. off-the-field issues, man. Don't say anybody. Big, big off-the-field <laughs> issues, big off the field Juwan. Field. No, you don't want any part of that. Nah, nah, stay away from that kid. Uh, but he he just got uh, a promotion. He's got the OC title out there, uh, in, in not so happy Valley. So I don't know if he's looking around. I know the wife likes a lot there, and I don't know. He's he, I definitely know he's not interested in tight end coach. You know, he's at running back coach right now. Uh, he's looking to play call. That'll be his next. I don't think he's calling plays in Happy Valley. So if Sider was to move, it's going to be to call plays and, and get up from under uh, Franklin. In that fashion. Well, perfect. Nick, any final thoughts before we wrap up today's show? Uh, no. Shout out to the runs. Florida got a bunch of runs last night in the ninth inning. Um, and I'll be back on the field tonight. Perfect. Speaking of being at the field, uh, we did announce that the Gators will be on – or the uh, Stadium Gale will be on the berm uh, in right field. So there's a left field berm and a right field berm. Uh, so we will be out there on the right field. Uh, the game's at 6.30 next Friday. I believe that's March 3rd against Miami. So come join us. Tickets are $10.00. Uh, there's a small transaction fee. It might cost you 11 total dollars to go to that game. Uh, we're going to be hanging out before and uh, a bit after the game as well. So please uh, stop by. Nick's going to try to swing 
over during the seventh inning stretch, and then hopefully we can get him uh, a little bit before the game as well. So come hang out. Uh, Silk, myself, Brooke, uh, his son, uh, and Lion will be there. So so certainly looking forward to that. Uh, and we're going to be announcing an NIL partnership here soon. We are just finalizing some paperwork there. So excited for what's brewing in Gator Nation. And, again, we thank you guys all for joining us on the same corner in the same time. You're